You are listening to Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast, where we talk about your theological questions. BGN podcast is produced every Saturday for your enjoyment. Get more information on our website, grace-nation.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at GraceNationMin and on Facebook. Now, here is your host, President of Grace Nation Ministries, Victor. Yo, 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 what is up, guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast. I am your host, Victor, and I am so excited for today's episode. This is seriously something that we've been working on putting together for quite a while now, and today I actually get to sit down with Dr. Hildreth, and and we get to talk about his new book that he just released called Bondage and Freedom. This has been just a podcast that I'm super excited about, super passionate about. I think it's a topic that we really need to dive into. I think it's something that is often heavily avoided. And I think, you know, as Christians, we just kind of put on this fake wall, this fake facade, this kind of fake face about who we are and and what we are, and we just completely avoid this topic. And so today we get real. We break down walls. We, we, you know, we crush those Christian facades that a lot of people like to put on, and we dive to the issue. And so I'm super excited for today. If you don't know who Dr. Hildreth is or you've never heard of him, he is actually the Assistant Professor of Global Studies and the Director of the Center for Great Commission Studies at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. He received his PhD at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. This man is an awesome man of God. He has such a heart to see dead people come to life by the power of Jesus Christ. He is actually the professor that led my trip to Dallas just a while ago where we went door to door for like 10 days and shared the gospel with everyone that we saw. And I actually was like his walking buddy. And so we had a lot of time just to kind of talk and get to know each other. So it was a really fun time. That was a really good time. I really got to know him. And it was just an amazing time just to learn and sit under someone who I look up to. And then after the trip, we just kind of started sending emails back and forth and we made this interview happen. So guys, I really hope you enjoy this interview. I hope that you learned something from him. We're going to be talking about his new book. So I'm going to leave a link to his book in the show notes. Guys, please go check it out. You can get it on Kindle for just a few dollars or you can order the paperback book for it's still under $10. So I hope you guys enjoy this interview. I will talk to you guys right after the interview. I have some awesome announcements for you guys, but until then, take care and God bless. All right, and we are back. I am joined today with Dr. Hildreth, uh, a professor here at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, the place where I go to school. He has authored a new book called Bondage and Freedom, and I have the amazing opportunity to sit down with him just to talk a little bit about it and talk a little bit about the story behind the book. And so, Dr. Hildreth, welcome to our show. Thank you, Victor. Appreciate it. We are we are overjoyed that, that we were able to make this happen. So, you have written a new book, Bondage and Freedom. Uh, tell us a little bit about what it's about and some of the, you know, reasons why you decided to write sure, it. Sure, yeah, thanks. So the book Bondage and Freedom is a book that uh, is discussing uh, the fact that it is possible to escape the traps of pornography. Uh, it's really a book that's written for uh, young men and young women who are battling uh, to overcome some type of obsession or addiction uh, to pornography. They're using porn. They can't figure out how to quit. They don't know why they're into it. Uh, and so I wrote the book really as a help for, for these kind of people. Mm. Um, you know, One of the purposes of the book was really to highlight um, for, uh, again, for young men and young women, the fact that pornography um, 
it, while on the surface for so many people it seems like kind of an innocent uh, escape. You get stressed or you got a lot of schoolwork um, or somebody sends you a link, hey, check this out. And it's almost like a rabbit hole. You know, you get sucked down into this thing. And we finish and we feel real guilty. Uh, some of us don't feel guilty at all. But then it's, at some point, you're like, man, I just, I'm always thinking about this thing. But for some, it's like, hey, I think this is an innocent um, kind of hobby. These people are doing it. They look like they're having fun. I think I'm going to look like I'm having fun. But what I really wanted to highlight in the book uh, was that pornography is not really this uh, harmless pastime. That there's mm. some serious... Um, problems scientifically, yeah. socially. There's some real serious issues uh, that that take place through pornography. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that uh, I really liked, and one of the things that I've begun to really notice, is that even like if we step outside of a Christian worldview, we step outside of of that for just a second. You can just see that scientifically, biologically, when you uh, when you are like doing this, when you are uh, exposing yourself to this medium, it does stuff to you right. biologically. Like to your brain, you become addicted. The same endorphins that that are released when you are smoking tobacco right. or in any other addictive substance, like this same type of endorphin is released in your brain. And so... Well, actually, science is beginning to prove, Victor, and show that it's the same, the same kind of brain chemical is mm -hmm. released when you experience any type of pleasure. So mm. it could be the pleasure that comes from, you know, uh, a gaming on a computer, right. or, uh, you know, it could be, hey, you know, I'm, I'm falling in love with a girl, or ice cream I like to eat, or <laughs> kind of anything. Right. And the same kind of uh, uh, enjoyment um, chemical, uh, dopamine, right. uh, is kind of floods your brain. Uh, which, at the end of the day, my research has kind of brought out this really weird phenomenon. That's that your brain doesn't separate the real actual experience hmm. from the fantasy world. Hmm. So your brain actually thinks that, man, maybe you're engaged in this right. in, in, in what's going on on your screen. And so it really, like you said, it really messes with your right. mind, which ends up messing with your body and right. kind of everything starts to go crazy. Yeah, and, and so today I kind of wanted to highlight three different things. Okay. Uh, that, that we could kind of talk about. And the first one is what we kind of hit on, the scientific, you know, mm -hmm. stepping outside of a Christian worldview and, and seeing that this is just harmful for right. people. And, and in, in the beginning chapters of your book, you talk about a story of a guy named Jack. Right. And so giving people a little bit of an introduction, what they can expect. Sure. Talk a little bit about Jack's story and, and how it affected him just realistically. This is something that I think uh, affects us both spiritually and just in life realistically. And so this story with Jack was quite impactful and it kind of it kind of hooked me. I was like, okay, well, well, yes, I know that this can deal with me spiritually. It can hurt me, but it also hurts me just in life realistically. Sure. Yeah. Well, Jack is a friend of mine. I met him many, many years ago. Uh, we ended up in a conversation because of some things that took place in his family. Um, his wife had basically discovered that he was uh, using porn. He was um, visiting strippers and stuff like that. And so we started to talk about this whole thing. He thought she, he thought she was kind of overreacting. Hey, everybody's doing this. Why are you freaking out? Um, but the longer I talked to Jack, I just really realized that, I mean, this is a, uh, a journey that he's been on that has really cost him dearly. Uh, in, uh, as, I, as I write in the book, Jack actually lost two jobs because mm -hmm. of his obsession or addiction to pornography. Uh, he got caught looking at porn when he was working, um, and so it was an abuse of, of kind of company policy, so he was fired from that job. There were some real HR issues because um, in some ways he was discussing 
uh, porn at work because uh, he thought it was normal, thought everybody right. was doing it, right? right? So he's discussing it at work, and he offends his coworkers, and he, he lost his job there. Uh, and so he's basically, you know, has a family, he's jobless, and then he loses the respect of his wife. Um, you know, she she doesn't like this idea that he's looking at pornography, and so she feels insecure. And then she stops trusting him around her kids. Mm. Uh, basically, the idea is, hey, if, if, if you can't quit looking at porn, if you're kind of obsessed with with pornography on the screen, then are you going to act it out with our little girls? And so mm. there's this whole kind of brokenness in his family right. uh, because of pornography. And then he ends up just losing his family completely right. altogether. I mean, the last time that we talked, one of the last times we talked was basically a, man, this is going to kill you. And he mm. said, well, I, I just can't quit. So, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of one of these real tragic stories that we hear time and again, not always to that extreme, right. but there's always this tragedy that can take place. Yeah, and I, after I had read that story, I had looked back at it. And just reflecting, and I, it, what, like that's what sin does to families, to people, and it just it just shreds people, whether you're a Christian or not. Uh, sin is what shreds things apart. And and the thing that I loved about this was that you, you gave the story, you talked about how this was a fight, mm-hmm. but it's a fight that we can win. Right. And so uh, highlight some of those things. You talk about that in the book. You give some practical steps yeah, yeah. about what that might look like. Yeah. So, you know, I I really, over my years of experience, I've been in Christian ministry almost 30 years, and so I've been working with uh, on and off guys and girls who are struggling with pornography. Uh, we watch some like Jack lose the battle. We watch some win the battle. And so there's really hope in the fight uh, to overcome a porn addiction, to overcome an obsession with pornography. And that hope, I think, is found in a couple of things. And I lay those out in the book. One of them is you, you begin by just owning the issue. It's, right. it's, it starts with, as you said earlier, it starts with just saying, hey, I've got a problem. Mm. And it's embarrassing at times, you know. It's, it's hard to say to a spouse or to a friend, hey, man, look, I, I've got a problem. I need right. some help. But if we try to hide it and, and squash it down, you know, we're not going to right. escape, right? right? So, and then I just give a series of steps. Mm-hmm. And basically, man, what I've done is taken some very simple steps to overcome pornography in little chunks right. rather than start off and say, hey, man, I'm never going to do this again. Most people have made that promise. They've made that. And then they fall right back into that right. trap, right? Now, they're, right. Now, they're, now we're heaping guilt and shame on top of ourselves. And so I just broke it up into a series of about five or six different steps. Let's first do this. Let's admit we've got a problem. Uh, let's set some clear goals for breaking free of porn, mm-hmm. set them in a, in a time frame for the next, you know, week or next right. two weeks, I'm not going to look at porn. Right. When I don't look at porn, I'm going to reward myself. I think that's an important yeah. thing. Re- remember that we look at porn and we're addicted to porn because in some way there's a there's a joy, there's a satisfaction mm-hmm. that comes. We have to replace that, right? right? Right. So one of the things that I encourage you to do in the book is to replace the kind of the, the thrill of looking at porn with the thrill of something else. Hey, if I can go two weeks, if I can go one week without looking at porn, I'm going to go buy a banana split. You nice. know? Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? Cheesecake factory cake. That's you know, exactly yeah, right. You know, set that reward, get out here, and just and then just, let's just build a series of setting goals, short-term goals that get longer and longer over time. Right. And the real hope, man, is that you can overcome an addiction to pornography. Yeah. But you got to want to do it. Right. And so it's a battle. And throughout the book, I make the statement, I don't promise you success. Right. What we promise you through the book is a friend. Right. You know, I start the book off with this real uh, illustration of a, of a mixed martial arts fighter who's in the cage, basically getting beat. 
And then I say, this book is my opportunity to step into the cage, help you off the mat, dust you off, and say, let's walk through this thing together. Right. And that's really the hope of the yeah. book. No, absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And uh, you were telling me a little bit of the story behind uh, so, some other things about the book and some <laughs> other uh, part that I had no no idea about. And it's really cool that this book is actually like serving kind of a twofold ministry for yeah. you, Yeah. Uh, which is which is absolutely amazing. And so I think it'd be cool if you shared a little bit about the other side of ministry that you're able to do through having this book published, not only helping people break free from this addiction, but also being able to 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 reach people who are seeking out that addiction and and reaching those people yeah. as well. Yeah, this, it's actually crazy. Um, it, I've got a problem that most people in the world don't have, and that is that apparently there's a person who shares my name. And I, I published another book earlier this year that was basically a uh, denominational book that talked about um, how our denomination works. I think you did a podcast earlier on how the yeah. Southern Baptist Convention yeah. works. My book was one of your textbooks, yeah, right, was. for that yeah. for that <laughs> class that you took with me. So. But when that book came out, um, we discovered that there was another guy who has the same name uh, that I have who publishes erotic, pornographic uh, material. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty bad if you write Christian material, right? Yeah, it right? was actually kind of shocking because when I had to look up your book for to order for class, I, that came yeah, up. Yeah, it's like, well, like, this guy's not this? my professor, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, it's kind of disconcerting when you think yeah. about the fact that you're, you're doing something. And so for several weeks, it was a little bit frustrating. I talked with a lot of people. What do I do? Right. There were, you know, there were things, you know, could you write under a pen name? Just use your initials, you know, something like Stephen Curtis Chapman or something <laughs> like that, you know? And, um, so I, so as I thought about this, one of the things I was running to, I had students like you who would look up the book because required for class and then they would find this other, other material. And so I thought, well, you know, um, if, if his stuff books show up when people search for my name, then it's possible that my stuff could show up when people look for his name. Right. And so I just thought, what would be a way to create an alternative option uh, for those who are actually looking for pornography right. to, to maybe find hope in the middle of their search? Right. So it's like, hey, man, I'm looking for porn. I'm buying porn from a guy. Bang, I look on here. Here's a book. It's got an interesting cover. Um, I'm interested in in picking that, and I look and say, you know, this is this is something else. So the real hope, man, besides just uh, not just, but besides offering hope for, for guys and girls who are who are struggling with porn, is to really offer a Christian um, conversation right. to a group of people uh, who are looking at and looking for pornography. Right. So it's like I'm looking for porn. I find this alternative because the book, as you've read the book, about mm-hmm. two thirds of the book is really written in a non-Christian way. I mean, right. I quote Chris Rock. Right. You know, I quote uh, the Art of Manliness podcast. Yeah. I quote, I mean, all these kind of non-Christian people who are right. saying what we're saying. Yeah. And then about two, uh, two-thirds of the way through the book, I just say, you know, uh, you know as well as I do that right. porn isn't your only problem. Right. And there are other things you need to break free right. from. Absolutely. And so it's in the midst of that that I really hope to offer a Christian conversation um, uh, to, a, again, uh, to people who who need to know Jesus. Right, right. Yeah, and I think I, I think that's, it, it transitions from, you know, this, this porn problem that I think, I think we can all recognize whether Christian or not. And it transitions to, I think we all know that that's not the root problem. Right. I think we all can understand that there is something deeper in us that causes us to sin. And here's 
the thing. Here's Jesus that redeems us from right. those things. Here's the gospel. Right. Um, and I, yeah, I absolutely love that transition into that. And I think it, I think it definitely deals with the deeper issue, mm-hmm. which is sin. Right. Yeah. So. You know, one of the goals I try to put out in the book and uh, is I try to address the fact that for for folks who struggle with porn, the thing we struggle with most is this sense of shame. Mm. Um, and many times when we understand the Christian message, we understand it from a sense of guilt and uh, justice and law, but we don't really appreciate the idea that, that right at the heart of the Christian message is this idea that we feel ashamed. Mm. Now think about the Christian story in the very beginning. The very first emotion yeah. that Adam and Eve felt after they sinned was shame. Right. And what did they do? They tried to cover their own shame, and what did they cover it with? Leaves. Now, anybody that's ever picked a leaf knows that covering doesn't count last long at all, yeah. right? I mean, leaf's going to die, and that's why most of us deal with our porn or right. deal with other sin issues, right? right? I'm going to cover it. I'm going, and it doesn't last. It doesn't last. It doesn't last. Right. And so, what happens in the Genesis story? God promises a savior, and then God covers their shame. Yeah. He Himself covers the shame. Yeah. So that's one of the things that we're trying to say in the yeah. book is that there's hope for the person who is so consumed with shame that they think, I'm not sure God cares about me because right. I'm so, I feel so dirty. I'm, ash- I'm ashamed of myself. I can't look myself in the mirror. Um, I can't look my wife in the mirror, my girlfriend, my boyfriend. I'm right. ashamed. But the fact of the matter is the Bible says that God looks straight at your shame. Right. Yeah. Right. And he, he says, through Jesus, we're going to cover that shame too. We're going to eliminate the guilt. Yeah. You know, the penalty of sin is death. But the, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, then we're going to cover the shame, mm-hmm. eliminate the shame, so that there's hope in right. this world and in the world to come. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think uh, I've read, you know, a plethora of Christian books just being surrounded by Christian culture. And a lot of times after I finish a Christian book, I'll be like, okay, so now what? Mm-hmm. Like, like I never feel like there's a call to action. Uh, the one thing that I really did love about this was that there was a call to action. Like, there was a plan set and, and we kind of hit it a little bit mm-hmm. earlier talking about, okay, well, this week I'm going to reward myself. Like yeah. there are practical steps that that you take us through mm-hmm. to help us truly break free from this by the power of Jesus. Right. And so I definitely, I think that's invaluable uh, for the Christian life. It's just like sitting through a sermon and then being like, okay, so now what? How does mm-hmm. this affect me? Uh, it's everything is useless if there's not anything that we can apply to our lives and walk on from. And so I definitely think that was, and that's, that's just one of the best parts uh, in my opinion. So uh, before we kind of close, before Mm -hmm. we kind of end this, where, where can people find your book? Yeah. Uh, And then if someone wants to go get the book, Mm -hmm. uh, what do you recommend they do after they get it? Uh, Can they help you out by leaving comments on Amazon or how can they help you? Yeah, Perfect. So yeah, you find the book, go to Amazon. It's only available on amazon.com. And uh, you go to Amazon.com and you look up Bondage and Freedom, D. Scott Hildreth. Um, And you'll find it. It's a book with a brown cover. It's got a um, a high heel, Mm -hmm. a couple high heel shoes with some handcuffs off the back of it. It's hard to miss the book. But you buy it at Amazon. Um, there's the there's an, uh, a Kindle version that you can purchase. There's a print version you can purchase. Choose e- either one of those. Yeah. And um, and then they will you, you can download it. Really would be helpful if you like the book to leave a comment in the uh, in the Amazon section. Give it the number of stars that you think are appropriate for the book. Leave a comment. Um, it helps with kind of the overall right. mission of the book because the more comments that we get, the more the book is pushed up the the 
the the chart people right. can see see it more it's gone through seasons of being kind of number one number two number three in certain categories mm -hmm. that's based on the comments and the right. downloads so it really helps in that too yeah. so if anybody would do that I'll, I'll be greatly appreciated yeah absolutely and of course guys I'm gonna leave links to not only his website but to the Amazon page so that you don't have to go on Amazon and shuffle through you know all, all this other content you go straight to the page and get the book either on Kindle or a paperback or hard which whichever one they have I think there it's on paperback, Amazon yeah, yeah. And so I hope you guys, if this is something, like, I want to encourage you guys to seriously seek this out, especially if it's something that you know that you struggle with. Like we said, the first step is acknowledging it. And th these are steps that you can take to, to really break free. And, and Jesus has given you these things as gifts so available for us to really attack this problem at the core issue. And so I really want to encourage you guys to seek this out and to uh, hopefully, if you guys like it, leave a comment, leave it some stars, and uh, to help the overall ministry also, you know, boosting this up so people can come across it who are struggling with this and might not be a Christian right. or, or might not even know who this Jesus person is. Right. And so it's it's an awesome twofold ministry, and so we really want to encourage you with that. Dr. Hilders, thank you so much for uh, you, joining Victor. me today. It was a pleasure, and I'm sure we'll be seeing more of you uh, Look forward. Later. to it. Awesome. Thanks, we'll talk Chief. to you soon. I'm just going to let that silence sit there because I was talking and my mic was totally muted. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Dr. Hildreth. It was such a pleasure to be able to sit down with him and talk about his new project. Again, all of his information is going to be in the show notes. I hope you guys check it out. His website, the Amazon link. Really, guys, we can go support this ministry of him boosting some of his ratings so that people going to seek out this medium of sinful entertainment can be Presented with the gospel of Jesus Christ and how to defeat this bondage that, that they are captivated in. And so I hope you guys will go seek that out and help this ministry. All you have to do is go click on it, leave a review, get the get the Kindle book, and that's that. Guys, we have a lot of different things going on on our social medias that I just want to let you guys know about. We have an Instagram thing that's going on right now. We have IGTV videos that are being posted monthly where we do little sermons. We do uh, like little snippets like little devotions we do all sorts of stuff on instagram so guys please follow us we're grace nation ministries you should you need to check us out on there we also do giveaways we're giving away bibles and books and all different kinds of stuff so you guys just really want to go check that out also you can find us on facebook twitter and all that cool stuff you can also email me grace nation ministries at yahoo.com if you have any questions if you have something that you would like to promote on the show you have a book coming out or you have uh, anything that you'd like to promote whether it be a message or whatever you want to be on the show shoot me an email we'll get talking and we'll get that we'll get that started because i'm looking for slots to fill so i hope you guys will seek that out if you didn't listen to last week's episode i had the awesome this is just the awesome opportunity to interview the bible project and so you should really go listen to that episode and we have some really fun interviews coming up in the weeks to come so make sure you guys get ready and tune in when those come out because we have some seriously epic content coming out for you guys i hope you guys Guys, have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the shorter podcast. I'll keep it, I'll keep it to you know a decent length. I'm not gonna keep rambling on. You guys have a fantastic week. I am praying for you guys. Email me, talk to me, follow us on social media. Until next time, take care and God bless. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The BGN podcast comes out every week. Questions? 
Email us at gracenationministries at yahoo.com or tweet us at gracenationmin. Until next time, take care and God bless. Guys, if you have made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much. You're probably asking yourself, wait, you should be done. You shouldn't be recording anymore. The outro played. You can't play anything after this. Well, you're wrong, because if you've made it this far, you really deserve something free. You deserve a giveaway. But since you, just because you deserve something doesn't mean you get it, because I don't have anything to give to you. But maybe next time. Have a great week.